Welcome back, Kanki Valley. She's Juliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. And as we record this, although probably not when you hear it, but as we're recording it, we're a week out from Christmas and obviously two weeks out from New Year. A time of year that is very emotional, one way or another, for many of us. Whether we are involved in the religious side of things or not, it is a time of year that creates a lot of anxiety, roller coasters of emotions. So today we want to talk about a little bit about health and wellness and well-being, mental health particularly. And it's a topic that we've touched on a number of times with a lot of experts over the years because we do feel that it's quite important for us to be thinking about our mental well-being as well as everything else. Last week I had the opportunity to watch a wonderful talk by the Dalai Lama that he did recently in India. And it was about being mindful of analytical meditation. I always find that he puts together words that I would never think about in the same context. (laughs) But it was an interesting exercise to see him talk for 90 minutes about how you think about your thinking, basically. So very relevant to so many areas of our lives. And to look at the audience that were there from school kids through to people who obviously follow him wherever he goes around the world and to see how much they were taking from his approach to lessening anxiety and anger and depression in a very general sense you know, and, and across religion. So it wasn't a religious activity. It wasn't aimed at his own followers or anyone who was particularly looking to hear what he had to say it was as I say a range of people and the questions came from the school kids and the the questions were about how do they prepare for exams how do they not get worried about exams so from a very early age we were instilling in people this idea that of emotions and the emotional roller coaster so today we want to talk a little bit about what you can do particularly at this time of year or at times of year where there are a range of emotions being thrown at you from within as well as around you. And Fulian's going to talk about random acts of kindness and how they can help you. Random acts of kindness are good all year round, of course, um, and as Kim said, particularly this time of the year. Now, those acts of kindness don't have to be anything deep and meaningful. They can be as much as just smiling at someone and saying hello or just interacting over any general topic as it comes up. Yeah, the, I think the the key word for me in this is random. Not just that they're random in terms of who receives them, but they're random in terms of when you do them, that you don't overthink it, you don't think about it beforehand. It's not a planned activity, it is random. Yeah, and those random acts of kindness can brighten up the most dull day for a person or can make a very, very happy day, even happier for another. And guess what? It's two people. It's always two people. The person doing the act of kindness will be just as fulfilled and happy by doing it as the person receiving it. So never underestimate how well a person would feel. And there's there's a lot of literature written about that, lifting the spirits of yourself, because a lot of people can be just lonely and they see everybody else's looks like they're having a good time and they haven't got much on. When you engage with someone or someone has got so much on that they think 
it's all a waste of time. I'm just going through the motions. And then somebody stops and smile at them or, or talk to them mm -hmm. in a very unexpected way and, and think, oh, wow, um, that, that felt good. And as they leave that person and walk away, they feel very fulfilled in a sense. They had a, what I call is a human touch in a real sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, to a complete stranger, they may not ever see again. I had this, in fact, last week. That most of you know that when you will have seen my photo is that my hair is quite distinctive. And I do forget that it's like that. And I was, Thursday of last week, I was rushing around trying to get a whole lot of things done in a shopping sense on my own. And fully, I was going to be horrified to think that I was out shopping on my own, but I was. And I had this great long list of stuff that I had to get and most of it was not for me. It was I was doing it for other people. And I thought, well, I'm efficient at this activity, so I'll get it all done, moving around, trying to get out of the pre-Christmas shopping rush because I'm not a big fan of that either. And as I often do if I go to a, a place that I'm not a regular at, I could see people doing the double take as I was going past. And my automatic reaction is to think, oh, I must, you know, must be must have food on my clothes or I must be missing something. I don't ever, my first thought is not ever, I'll be looking at my hair. And it wasn't until I was walking back to where I had to get the bus, back to where I was going, that I was past this young girl, you know, tattoos, piercings all over and not anyone I'd normally engage with, I have to be honest and say, because I find them scary, I'll say it now. I don't know how to interact with them. Because I just feel when I look at them, I just feel old, and that's just me. That's just my reaction. And I was past her, and I heard her say, almost under her breath, "Awesome hair," and it made me smile. I can, and I should have stopped. I should have turned around. I should have acknowledged her. And I didn't do all of those things because I was still processing. processing that in my head. But it was I was smiling as I was doing it, and I did feel better. And it obviously made her feel better. And it made me feel better. She didn't know how much it meant to me, but she knew that it made her feel better to mm. say it. And it stuck with me, and now I'm talking about it, and now I'm sharing it as an example for you of it doesn't have to be something that you look for reward for, but it will make a difference. You do it, it'll make a difference. That's good. I can vouch for that. I'll be walking down the street with Kim and I know exactly why they're looking <laughs> because I'm used to everybody and it does brighten people's faces at all ages. They just look and smile and it's, it's really lovely. I got a, another example here of um, a random act of kindness, I guess, uh, comes under that heading. I did a bit of shopping. I'm not very good at this stuff. And it was more grocery. And grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was food she couldn't consume immediately, <laughs> so it was not high on the list. <laughs> and so if you ever see me doing that, I'm disorganised. Anyway, so I had two, two or three bags and I come out of this small shopping centre and there is a bench at a bus stop. So I was disorganised, so I sat there and I realised there was a, a man sitting next to me. He's in his 80s and, and I said, hello, I've just got to get myself organised here, a bit of a mess. And next thing, something dropped out of my shopping bag. And um, the gentleman picked it up and he says, oh, pecan nuts, what are you doing with them? And I said, oh, I'm making sticky date pudding. And he goes, oh, a sticky date pudding? He says, oh, my wife used to make fabulous sticky date pudding. I haven't had a good one since she passed on about seven years ago. And I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He said, 
I did have um, sticky date pudding, but it wasn't as good. And I said, well, I don't know how good mine is, but <laughs> I'll give, I'm, I've made it before and it's okay. Anyway, and I said, would you like some if I made it? Now, this person I've never met before. I don't know where he lives. He doesn't know where I live and, and certainly didn't want to, <laughs> to take it to the next level. So he said, oh, yeah, and he started laughing. And I said, well, look, if you want, I'm making it tomorrow. I can just drop it off at the bus stop here. I'm not far from this bus stop. And, and he goes, well, actually, I do have to be here tomorrow. And I said, oh, okay, we started laughing, so I can't believe you're making me. And I said, well, I can't believe that that was something you liked. Anyway, off we go. I did it. I came the next day. I, he was there. I gave it to him. I felt really excited because I like cooking, I like food, and he seemed to be really into his <laughs> sticky date pudding. So anyway, the end of the story is that yeah, gave him. we never exchanged names, we never exchanged any other contacts, just left it at that, he took it, off he went, and I went on my way. Now, if I ever see him again, it'll be by accident, so I don't know what he think, but it made me feel fantastic, and I hope it brightened up his day a little bit. <laughs> and so that's, it's about being kind to yourself, it's about being good to yourself, but in, in the process of looking for something that makes you feel good in that way, do it for somebody else, because it will make you feel good. When my boys were young, young enough to read, so but yeah, sort of early school years, so usually from the time they were about four until they left home, basically, teenagers. But I started them when they were four, and there was a time when, so we're talking 30-plus years ago, <laughs> when the, the, the giving trees were first introduced. So, so some of the bigger department stores had trees that had little tags on them and you took a tag that related to you know boy three to five or, or girl three to five whatever it was you took the tag you went and, went and got a, a gift and wrapped it and you put the tag back on and you brought it back to under the tree and so I'd take the boys to the trees and I'd say you have to choose you've got to read the labels you have to choose who you're buying the, the gift for and then you'll go with me and and you'll tell me what you want to get them and why you want to get it and so that continued on now I had early Christmas with my eldest boy and his family last weekend and he was saying that they had done the same thing oh, with right. their boys and the boys that my grandsons were telling me the same story about what they got this year for them. and this and mm. now the eldest grandson is 13 and this is the first time that I've heard about it that this mm. this year apparently was a big deal for all sorts of reasons and so they wanted to tell me that, that they'd done it and why they'd done it and it was just a, a, at a time when I hadn't thought about it he was something that made me feel good again yeah. in a way that they would never have known all they were doing was telling me the story of what they'd done and they obviously felt good about what they'd done but there was three generations of people that felt good about an activity that has continued on that obviously in its end result does good for somebody else as well, makes someone else feel good, but we never know who mm. that is. Yeah. And and it still has this power of making us feel good about ourselves and, and good about the idea that we've given some joy to somebody else. Yeah. Well, I think we probably covered all we need to do in that period of time. The summary of it for you is about your emotions and about your mental health about your well-being about taking this t 
time of year as it comes and about being kind to you. But for now, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fiona Osborne and this is Inside Exec.